Hello and welcome to Free to a Good Home, the internet's premier um, comedy podcast. <laughs> My name's Michael Hing and joining me as always is a man who's joining me from his car this time. It's Ben Jenkins. Hello, Ben. Hello, Michael. Um, I feel like your introductions are getting worse. Yeah, they definitely are. I've um, stopped caring, I think, is okay. kind of how I feel about this podcast now. I'm sorry to admit that to you. So it's kind of like, you know... You or you think just... I should care more because of our guest? Well, I think you should care more because of any guest, Michael, in our audio home. But sure, shall we introduce him? We should indeed. Um, you would know him from his many, many viral videos on the internet. Um, he's got a delightful smile. Um, he's, a, he's, a, he's, he's a Twitter sensation. It's Rajat Suresh. G'day, Rajat. How's it going? Hello. How's it going, guys? Well, um, I'm good. I am, uh, as Michael mentioned, and as, as listeners probably won't be able to hear, but as you guys can see, I am in my car recording this podcast and um you know man like the 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 coronavirus has taken so much from us and um <laughs> so so you you you're on your street in a car okay uh, so, and you've yeah. got a little and you've got a little podcast recording uh, set up there ben i do i do um the thing is my son is uh having a nap right now and mm. Typically, I just go to the go to like SBS, like the 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 um, network that I work at, and just steal one of their rooms and do it. As I think you've done it at the network you work at, Michael. Right um, now, I'm literally in a studio at the ABC. That is so preferable to a car, like in so many ways. Um, but but because of coronavirus, I can't really do that. So I'm in my car. I um I. <laughs> I'm on the car. I, I, I tried to find like a side passage where there wasn't a lot of traffic, and I was saying to uh, Rajat before we hit record on this, I greatly underestimated how much um, foot and car traffic there is on this street. Um, and you know, the last time I recorded in a car, it was doing a different podcast with uh, Alex Lee, and she said I looked less like I was recording a podcast and more that I was. Uh, recording a manifesto before I blew up a post office. So yeah, <laughs> the, it's not. It's not not that. Are you are, the are you driving right now? <laughs> you should be driving right now. Maybe I say yeah. we we just try it out. Maybe just like a mobile take podcast. it for a swing. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. That would be good. That would that yeah. would feel less weird. I have to say. Um, <laughs> but there are some guys like working on the road, like probably about ten feet from me, um, just putting a bunch of stuff into a skip. Uh, and they're looking over here, uh, and and I think with like a sort of reasonable and fair amount of judgment. Uh, so yeah, that's that's where I am. But I have to tell you guys something that happened this week, and I'd mm-hmm. like to get an adjudication from both of you on whether or not this was an insane thing to do. Because in retrospect, I'm not sure. So okay, so uh, last week, Ben, on the podcast, we uh-huh. initiated a new is this accept- is this acceptable behaviour segment. Yes, would we you did. like to revisit that? Yeah, I'd like to revisit that. We did that with Dee Fidge. Okay. Uh, Rajat, the, um, the rules are very simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you think it's acceptable behavior... Oh, sorry. Wait. No, it's not simple. It's actually very complicated. It's very, it's, oh, it's, it's, it's very counterintuitive. I'm really on, smart, so I can, I can pick it up. <laughs> you have really to make fast. the noise of a barnyard animal, right, okay. uh, to declare whether or not this is acceptable behavior. Now, and if you think it is acceptable behavior, you neigh like a horse. And if okay. you think it's unacceptable behavior, you honk oh. like a goose. So it is. Okay. Nay is yes. Yeah. yeah look, I know. That's the, a f- I know. It's. 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 I know. I know. Look, we're not happy about the system, but the system hey, we've got. No, that's the thing. Like we will work to fix the system from uh-huh. inside. Yeah. But exactly. We'll work yeah. within it. We'll work within um, it for now. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So, like, Rajat, we've been in lockdown here in Sydney for, like, 10 weeks now. Is that right, Michael? Like, it's a while. Yeah, about feels, that. About feels that. Like a very long Coming time. on a couple of months now. And I thought I was, like, kind of doing okay. Um, but <laughs> I was playing in our front yard with my son. And this lady, like, an older lady, maybe, like, 70 or so, stuck her head over the fence and was like, can I borrow a pen? And I was like, of course you can borrow a pen. Why do you need a pen? Which again, like, I don't think I really need to ask her that. Like, I was just like so desperate for conversation. It wasn't like there was anything she was going to do with that pen that I'd be like, oh, I can't a good conscience loan you this pen. Um, <laughs> but he, she was like, well, see, my car just ran out of petrol at the front here. And she pointed to this like Toyota Yaris at the front. And I need to leave a note on it because it's kind of in the middle of the road while I walk up to the petrol station and get some fuel. And I was like, oh, that petrol station's like four or five blocks away and it's uphill. Um, that's going to be hard. And she was like, yeah, I guess. And I was like, I just reached into my pocket and took out my car keys. And I was like, just take my car and go up to the petrol station and do it that way. And then just bring my car back. And she was like, oh, okay. Uh, are you sure? I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. So I like, this is the car that I'm in. So, you know, it turned out basically fine. So I gave her my car. She drove off and I went back to playing with my son and like in like an instant, I was like, what the fuck did I just do? Because I have no idea who this woman was. Like, she, she, as, she drove, as, she, as she got in the car and started to drive away, she was like, oh, by the way, my name's Jenny. Goodbye. But like, <laughs> beyond that, like... I, so anyway, so I you just my, gave your car to a strange woman? Well, I don't know if she was strange, but she was a stranger. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, what do you... J- yeah. Uh, Rajat, do you have any uh, do you have any questions for Ben regarding his giving away of a car? Um, do you have the car back now? Well, I'm I'm in the car as you see. Oh, you're in. Oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> you're in the car. the car. So there was a moment when I was talking to a friend about it because I messaged my friend who's pretty level headed about this stuff, and I was like, uh-huh. "Hey, uh, sh- was should I should I have, should I not have done that?" And he was like, "And I said to him like, because I need that car to record a podcast in." Later, and he was like, "That's, that's something Kirk Van Houten would say." <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess I, so, I, I guess the the thing that is um, the elephant in the room regarding you giving your like, we'd all love to give free cars to old women to drive to the petrol station. Oh, yeah. dream, to be that all the time. I wish obviously, I could do that. yeah. But I think given the current world we live in. I think it's kind of dangerous, number one, for you to give your car to a stranger, given that they could be infectious with this thing called the novel coronavirus, or alternatively, also mm-hmm. dangerous for her to accept your car, given that you could have the coronavirus and it could be That's all right. over your filthy car. Well, here's the thing. I, I actually, th- that kind of played into some of my consideration of this, weirdly, because I was like, well, I could just get Moses, put him in the back and then drive this lady up myself, but then I'm in the car with like a potential coronavirus vector and my son's there. So better to just give her the car and she can do it herself. Not remembering that like this stuff lingers and that there's like, yeah. So it wasn't, so I t- yeah. So I also want to point out for the listeners who probably can't hear this, there's actually like a faint like banging from inside the trunk <laughs> of the car. Um, I like we can all hear that. Michael, you, you can hear I that, could, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Um, it's disconcerting to be honest. Like it Ben is. said it was like workmen across the road or something. Yeah. But it's definitely <laughs> internal trunk noise that I'm hearing. There's something and going it, on and I think this lady I think it was the wrong decision <laughs> ultimately. 
I like, I knew that I'd done something wrong because, and I don't want to get all like kind of club comic about this, but I immediately like told my wife. Like I was <laughs> like, uh, please, Ben, say it, say it as though you're Borat, please. <laughs> Who did you tell? I told my wife that. Thank you. <laughs> I messaged her, and she was in court, not because she'd done something wrong, but because she's a lawyer. Because she'd she stolen was... someone's car. And she was being arraigned. <laughs> this was your. This is a beautiful story about you meeting your wife. <laughs> it's the Pina Colada song. <laughs> anyway, so I married this old woman. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> And I, I messaged Anya saying, hey, I think I just did something stupid. And she was she just replied, in court, full stop, and then what, question mark. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want you to worry because you're in court, but I just gave our car to an elderly woman. And she was like, I'll call you in 10 minutes. <laughs> her concern wasn't that the old lady was going to steal my car, because I had her car. And I had her car keys. Hang on, which, whose car's better? Whose car was better though? Your car or her car? My car. Like she'd be trading a Yaris for a Mazda three. Do you, I? I. You say that as though I should know no, which I'm of those cars is better. No, I'm not saying that a Mazda three is like is like <laughs> an like, incredible step up, but it's a it's step not a Ferrari, up. Ferrari, Ben. Like a Mazda yeah. three is not like a. It seemed like <laughs> lateral moves in my head. I, you could say whatever you want, like in car terms, and I'm like, yeah, that sounds awesome. That sounds like a car. Well, I will say that the um the value of this Mazda three has been hugely depreciated by somebody podcasting in it. <laughs> Although, actually, having said that, if I went to buy a car and the, the used car salesman said to me, look, they didn't drive it a lot. The man who used to own this just used it as a makeshift podcast studio. Uh-huh. My next question would be like, oh, did he kill himself in it? If, if the answer to that is no, then that car's basically never been driven and it's probably a good investment. That's totally. true. That's true. But anyway, it was fine. She came back with the car. Not, nothing, nothing untoward. Uh, and she said to me, and I didn't, I didn't do this for a reward. I want to get that really clear, guys. I didn't, I wasn't like, I it wasn't sounds, thinking. That makes it seem, I wasn't thinking it earlier, but that makes it seem like you were doing it for a reward. <laughs> Absolutely. A great, she great said, job, Ben. Awesome. <laughs> no, that's really nice of you to give your car. <laughs> well, I hadn't even considered it, Rajat, until she said, thank you so much for that. That was a real lifesaver. I, I went to get you something to say thank you from the petrol station, but they didn't have anything. And I said, oh, that's fine. What I didn't say to Jenny was, well, now that you mentioned it, Jenny, the petrol station has a great many treats. Like, that's, I would say that, like, treats are, like, the petrol station's number two item after petrol. Possibly before sure. petrol, if I'm honest. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I recently had, speaking of petrol stations and... Um, treats i recently uh we had to but i had to explain my finances to a very serious person recently mm-hmm. and we had to go through a budget of everything uh and for that you've got to send them your bank statements right this is just this is just some uh, anyway michael there is no way you can talk around the fact that this is to get a home loan it's either to get a home <laughs> loan or it's like you owe money to the mafia <laughs> yeah, I mean, but the, yeah, oh, and, and hey, and hey, I, I, I'll just tell you the way this ended was I don't have a home loan right now. Okay. So. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> but, but, so you've got to send two things. The first is an estimate of everything you of everything you spend your money on, right? So you mm-hmm. send them that and they go, oh, okay, this, this looks like what you can afford. And the second thing you need to do is send them your bank statements so that they can look at all the money that's coming in to your account from your job and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. 
What I didn't realize is that they marry those two things up and they fact check the assumptions you give them with the evidence from your bank statements. So you say to them something like, oh, um, I spend um, $30 a week on food because I barely eat anything. And then they look at your account and go, well, why are you spending $600 a week on Uber Eats or whatever it is? You know, It is, it so, is so fascinating to me that you would think they wouldn't do that. It yeah, is. well, look, anyway, I don't have a fucking home loan, all right? <laughs> at, at one point, and I was talking to the guy, he was like, you're spending $12 a day at, at the Ampol, like the service station. What is that? And I was like, oh, when I'm on my way home from work, I stop in and I buy like a juice and some mints and whatever. <laughs> and he was like, why do you buy that from the service station? I'm like, oh, because... Um, you can get it without actually going in to the service station. There's just a window, so, you, so you're not going to get coronavirus. They just hand it through you through the window. And then he was like, but that's so much more expensive than just ordering online. He's like, why also, don't you just get Michael, ordered- how are you going through a packet of mints a day? I like, I like, I don't know. I like, well, <laughs> here's the process. I can, I can feel your fresh breath from here. Yeah, fucking... <laughs> The Michael, if, if you if you want if you want home ownership within your grasp, you're going to need to drastically lower the expectations of how fresh your breath can be. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to have stinky breath if you want to. Yeah, home. yeah. <laughs> so I, it's it's a fucking nightmare. So I, because what I do is right, I like to I like to buy a little treat on the way home from work. Oh, and who for doesn't? Me, that's a that's a, that's a juice, right? The problem is that when I get home, I don't like my girlfriend to know what juice I've had. Because I I don't know it, I guess it's a look I don't oh, know because why. I'm insane <laughs> because but yeah yeah maybe it's because I'm insane Ben maybe it's because I'm insane so I like so I need to buy some mints to cover the juice I've just had wow so she can't know what the what juice I've had what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> wait does has your girlfriend gotten mad at you for like having one kind of juice and not no. the other or something. <laughs> You kiss her on no, the way home, and she's like, uh, "When you get home, and she's like, wait a minute, this is breakfast juice, <laughs> you pervert." I, I look, I'm not proud of who I am, um, <laughs> but I, it, I think it's because, uh huh, I think I think it's because juice from the service station is quite expensive compared to like a two, you could buy you could buy a two liter thing and just have juice at home. But I yeah. like to stop and I like to have some time to myself. I like to drink a juice in my car before I go inside. Okay, uh huh. Uh, and and so if I have juice on my breath when I come home, then she'll know that I've been sitting in my car for fifteen minutes drinking a juice and, and scrolling Twitter. So right? you, which you, is you which is bad this, behavior. You knew this purchase deep down was irresponsible even before you got audited <laughs> by the mortgage broker. That's right. Because you were trying yeah. to hide it. You don't deserve yes. a home. Is what we no, want I, to. <laughs> <laughs> I, Anyway, so the so I had to set the thing in, and then the guy was like, "What's this?" And I was like, "Oh, this is you know." Anyway, it was um, it it, it was it was not good. Um, did, uh, did he have things to say about your other stupid bullshit purchases that I know you do because you <laughs> live the life of a child? He he did um point out that there was a huge discrepancy because because what they do is they have they have they have categories you've got to put you've got to put your spending into right. It's like food, clothing, um. I think there's one for like work expenses or something. There's like there's like four or five different categories. There's no they category don't have for something like for, for for shameful juice mints. They don't have a <laughs> that line item. Under, that, that would come under food, Ben. <laughs> okay. Um, but the the but they don't have something for like magic cards or Warhammer <laughs> or like Lego, for example, right? So you just put that under miscellaneous. Uh-huh. So, but the problem is because we're doing a joint application, or we're trying to do a joint application. 
Hum's miscellaneous purchases were like, I don't know, $200 a month. And mine was sort of thousands of dollars or whatever it was. And the man looked at that and was like, why is there such a discrepancy in your um, miscellaneous purchases? And I tried to uh, make the argument that they needed to have less traditional categories of items. <laughs> To put the to put to put the spending into <laughs> this is a systemic issue. So I was like, well, obviously it wouldn't have been miscellaneous if you'd given me um, more, I guess, room to maneuver. <laughs> My God. Rajat, anyway, the point a, is, I don't have a home line. <laughs> are you a budget guy? Do you do budgets at all, or or I, or do you just spend as much as you please on mints and Warhammer? I mainly spend uh, my two budget categories are mints and Warhammer, <laughs> and uh, I spend all of my money on it. I this is I'm I crawled in through the windows of this place. I don't have <laughs> I don't I don't know have this place. Do, uh, do do you buy and sell stuff online much? Are, are you much of a um like a, a Craigslist really. guy or a, I or sometimes a I'll I'll buy, but I won't. I feel like selling is a it's I've. I tried to sell a bike one time, and uh, I, 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 it got stolen. The bike got stolen before I could sell it, and oh, it's dear. still getting offers today because I, <laughs> I haven't taken it off the market yet. Oh, no. And You're like, I you just need like, to talk to someone else about this. The guy who stole my bike. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah That guy might. That guy can sell it. Maybe I don't know. Do you, do you think that um, the bike you advertised the bike? It was quite a, a delightful bike. Maybe it was a wonderful bike that everyone wanted. And do you uh-huh. think that that led the thieves to your door to oh, steal it? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, maybe. You even maybe I'm not, I'm sorry, I'm not wanting to victim blame here. That is inter- it sounds like. Did you steal my bike? <laughs> maybe that is like so specific. <laughs> I, well, I needed to sell it because again, I've got a huge mint debt I need to pay off. So, that's you know? true. Yeah. Okay. Everything's coming together. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you get your home with my bike. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, this is a podcast where we go through the week's classifieds. Uh, well, well, it's a podcast where we used to go through the week's classifieds and find the best and worst things to talk about. Now, Ben, it's mostly just us going through any text we find on the internet. Slash um, personal finance. Yes. Um, uh, and, uh, and Ben, do you have one you want to uh, kick us off with? You know, I do, guys. This is taken from um, Facebook Marketplace uh, in Kansas City. Rajat, have you ever been to Kansas City? I haven't, uh, no. No, I haven't. Well, I didn't I ask you, I imagine it's in Michael. Kansas? Is it, it is. in Kansas? Because sometimes Mont- in America they do a funny thing where it's like the city won't be in the state that's, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 It's I'm trying cuckoo to think of bananas example. over there. It's well, crazy. It's like, it's like how Washington, D.C. isn't in Washington oh, State, yeah, for example. Oh, exactly. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I'm sorry, Ben. Anyway, Kansas City. <laughs> Kansas City in M.O. What's that? Montana? Is that? <laughs> what? What state is M.O., Rajat? Is it Missouri? M.O.? No, I don't. O in... It might be Montana. <laughs> Kansas City, Kansas like City is in Missouri, it turns out. It. Yeah, Kansas City's in Missouri. Okay. okay. I shouldn't have second. I should have just been confident with myself, and I would have seemed smart. Okay. I think that would have been great. <laughs> I could edit that to make you sound smart, but oh. frankly, I'm not going to do it. Fuck. All right. <laughs> okay, I deserve that. Yeah, okay. Just taunting our guests now with the edit. <laughs> Um, okay, so this is uh, from uh, Kansas City, and uh, it's listed for $5, and it says, say it with cicadas, and the picture there is of, uh, I would say, probably a couple of dozen cicadas shells arranged to make out the message, I see you, and that's the, that's the whole uh, picture, and the copy reads like this, cicadas. 
the perfect medium for these ridiculous times. For $5, I will spell out the message of your choice in cicada shells, take an iPhone photo, and send it to you. What do you do do with that is up to you. You want to quit your job? You want to propose? You want to ambiguously congratulate a frenemy? Let cicadas do the talking. In 1964, Marshall McLuhan said the medium is the message. (laughs) Sometimes the perfect medium is the abandoned exoskeleton of a loud, annoying insect. Oh. So, wait, can you just just run me through what this business is? Because I feel like it can't be what I think it is. Michael, the business is this. Imagine a man who has a couple of dozen cicada shells who can arrange them in uh, letters. Uh You say to him... Put the words, marry me hum, in mm-hmm. cicadas. Sure. Take a photo of that, send it my way, and then what I do with it is up to me. So what you're purchasing from this man isn't cicada shells in Ooh, a frame. He keeps those for the next customer. It's, 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 uh, it's a photo yep. of words that have been spelt out by cicada shells. That's and what I will is. say, you guys, I will say, that the one featured hero shot that he uh, has uh, decided to to put here, um, like to advertise what this looks like, it looks not unlike just something spelled out in dog turds. You know what I mean? Like from that distance, <laughs> from fr- Is from it that really far, far away? away. Well, it has <laughs> to be super... because you you need letters. You know what I that's mean? True. Yeah. Mm. That I think that's a stupid. Like, why would you pay five dollars for that? Yeah. Yeah. Well. Because at least Hing's fucking, Scott, Hing's like, fucking dropping five dollars on three hundred mils of juice oh, every that's day. True. Like, you can put that in the miscellaneous category if you, know, <laughs> if you do that. Yeah. See, the, the the service that I think this is trying to compete with is 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 skywriting. I think. You, I think yes. I think this is the most budget version of skywriting that could exist. Definitely. Um, previously, you know, the kind of most showy proposal you could do would be. You know, look to the skies. Will you marry me, etc. But mm-hmm. now, for the for, for the for the the thrifty um, proposee, maybe mm-hmm. you want to try cicada shells instead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah, I mean, I, I I do agree with one thing in this ad that in 1964, Marshall McLuhan definitely did say the medium is the message. <laughs> <laughs> An interesting. Uh, decision to like put that quote in the like mark in the pitch for this thing <laughs> um uh, I, I don't know your uh marital status uh Rajat, but if uh if you were either to do a proposal or to be proposed to mm-hmm. do you think cicada shells would be the medium you would go with um if i was marrying a cicada i would do that if i was <laughs> gonna would. yeah if i if it was or actually that would probably That'd be the worst horrible. thing to do, do because it would be, it'd be they're like dead that carcasses. So grim. Yeah. No, I don't th- hang on. In fairness, I don't think they're carcasses. They're the skins of the cicadas. The so your cicada so... partner would just okay, be Okay, so that, for, for example then, that's like me proposing to you <laughs> spelling out will you marry me with like baby teeth or human hair yeah, or skin. Yeah, or like blisters or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> None of these are good options, Ben. What are you yeah. talking about? That, that wouldn't be the only reason why I'd turn down a proposal from you. First of all, is you, can't, you can't manage your money. <laughs> Clearly. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I also think, I also think that if you want this i mean five dollars isn't isn't a lot of money but if you mm. did want this you could probably if you lived in a cicada dense area yes just do this yourself absolutely 
I agree. Because these things are plentiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, totally. What's the best case scenario, though? Because <laughs> it's, it feels like Groucho Marx style, I wouldn't want to marry anyone who would marry someone who proposes with cicada shells. That is the I, quote, I, just, I believe. <laughs> I don't... I wonder if by... Okay. If you're someone who proposes with... like. I wonder if maybe the best use for this is actually mm-hmm. as a screening is a screening test. Okay, you, sending someone a photo of cicada shells, the actual message isn't important. What it is is if they respond to that, you know they're an absolute psycho. Maybe that's the best way this goes. Well, oh yeah, like maybe this is like a psyop or something. Maybe this is like the <laughs> FBI and they're trying to find sickos. <laughs> Add to the sicko registry. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's right. I also think that you are, like, very uh, mistaken if you think this is an epic way to quit your job. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like, it would probably would be f- like, I didn't. I was going to fire you if, like, <laughs> I would have fired you if I knew that this was what you're into. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. isn't a great way to quit. I agree. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Rajat, <laughs> do you have one you want to share with the class? I do, yeah. Um, This is one I found myself, and Michael didn't send this to me before the podcast. That's so good, man. So many guests just turn up with fucking nothing. Totally, yeah. It boils my piss. Yeah, nobody, again, nobody told me to do Absolutely. This was, I found this myself. Mm -hmm. Um, But, okay, this is, uh, this is from Anonymous, and the title of this is Microdosing Bullets. Hell yeah, (laughs) hell yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll just read out the message right here. It says, Hey commandos, I started microdosing bullets by shooting myself in the leg with, uh, 0.177 pellets. And after two months, they stopped breaking skin. So I've moved up to 0.22 pellets, 0.22. I don't know how you say those, but I don't don't know. Uh, my goal is to work up to 22. What does LR stand for? Uh, I'm not we sure. Know? Long right. range, maybe? Long oh, range? Oh, yeah, 22 long know. range. My goal is to work up to 22 long range by the end of the year and then one day get to uh, 0.223. Is this possible? Can I become bulletproof? <laughs> and the picture has a leg with, like, bullet bullet holes in them. Um, but I, I thought this ad was taking the piss until I saw the, until I saw the leg. Yeah. And I, think, I, I do think it might be legitimate. I, I like, I initially thought the leg with the bullet holes, I was like, those could be like bites. Oh, yeah. they look like mosquito oh, bites or something. Okay. But I don't, I don't know. Like the, he could have shot himself too. That's like, that's reasonable. Maybe. I, Cause I've heard about this before. I mean, I've heard about people trying to make themselves bulletproof um, by hardening their skin. What? Really? Uh, not usually by, um, well, usually it's not by like actually shooting themselves. Usually it's by like scarification or whatever. And it's like overall, a lot, it's over many, many years people do this. Um, 
I think there are... I'm, I'm going to get some emails about this, but I'm pretty sure there are, like, some Chinese martial arts... Like, at least Chinese martial arts urban legends that talk about this kind of thing. People have got made themselves bulletproof or, um, you know... Or, or, or now that I'm thinking about it, now that I'm actually thinking about it, I might be thinking of a comic book I read. Um, I think I think you are almost definitely thinking of a comic book I read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, this only... is, I'm definitely thinking of a comic book. <laughs> Man. It is... Yeah. I. It would be, like, the biggest news ever if, like, someone yeah, became right. bulletproof. Would would, everyone would know about it. Just, like, the bulletproof man who shot himself a ton of times. Because um, the, the logic here is wanted- the same as the as the logic in the Wallace Shawn bit of The Princess Bride, right? Like, the, you can you can do this with oh, poison. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. He was like... So, what's that bit? I haven't seen that film. What is that bit? Oh, it's a marvelous bit, Michael. Um mm-hmm. Uh, basically he's doing this like big elaborate like which cup is poisoned routine with uh, an adversary and then it uh-huh. turns out that both cups are poisoned and he's been like microdosing the poison for years or, or however long in order to make himself immune and I think that is, does work is that, is, is that also the plot to the Phantom Thread? What? <laughs> in the Phantom talking about? In the Phantom Thread is that I, I, I have seen the Phantom Thread I'm pr- is the, uh, but well, I can't remember Phantom the end thread, of it. But that's fine. You, you might be called? thinking of the Phantom Menace. <laughs> what's, <laughs> it, what's the what's the movie called? It's just called Phantom Thread. There's no the. Oh, okay. Well, look in the Star Wars prequel, the Phantom Thread. Yeah, I'm pr- I'm pretty sure. Well, I, I can't remember the end of it. But isn't there a bit where she poisons him little by little, and then at the end, he's yeah, not immune so to he's the poison. A- Rajat, have you seen this film? Uh, I haven't. No. Okay. Well. No, it's not. I was going to let you you sort of um, tell Michael he was an idiot, but that falls to me. That's I'm not. Sorry. That, that, that's I could say it, but just be like, have no foundation to say it. Yeah, sure, go <laughs> for it. I mean, you've yeah. known him for twenty Michael, minutes, so take you've got a bit of foundation. Piece of shit, <laughs> <laughs> Michael. Jesus Christ. Yes. I have seen this movie, and like, that's so stupid of you to say. There we go. <laughs> got his ass. Yeah. Yeah. That's no, what, she's not, what happens at the end of uh, the Phantom Thread bit? She's not. She's not poisoning him, so he's immune to poison. Right. She's just. Oh, she's just poisoning him. She's just poisoning him. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets really unwell, but doesn't die. Right. Okay. Okay. But then, but he doesn't build up an immunity to poison, does he? Well, maybe in Phantom Thread too. <laughs> Attack of the Clones. It's about an unstoppable, yeah. an unstoppable tailor who's immune to all poison. <laughs> uh, have you ever wanted to be bulletproof, Ben? Is that a dream of yours? What the fuck are you? T- I mean, sure, yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, I've never really given it serious thought. Um, but like, if you offered it to me today, without having to shoot myself a bunch of times in the leg, I'd say yes. I would do it too, yeah. Yeah, you take Easy. it. No brainer. Is mean, what, there, what, is what there the a downsides, minus touch, Michael? Well, I, I wonder if there's a minus touch situation here where uh-huh. we all wish we were bulletproof, but we don't uh-huh. realize that actually being bulletproof might come with certain curses and whatnot. Mm. Such as? Um, if you wanted to shoot yourself, if you wanted to kill yeah, yourself. Yeah, you could, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't I mean, do it then. I, I, what, what, if, what if you were bulletproof, mm-hmm. right? And then you beca- and you thought, okay, well, where where do I where am I going to find the most bullets? Mm-hmm. Um, pro- probably out, out of police guns or the military. Sorry, or sorry. Why do you need to find a lot of bullets if you're bulletproof? <laughs> because <laughs> just, just walk it back a sec. Of, I'm saying, what's the point of being bullet? 
I reckon it would affect your mindset is my point, right? Oh, okay. I, so tomorrow you flick a switch, I become bulletproof. Mm-hmm. Then I think I would take on the persona of someone who is going out searching for bullets, you know? Uh-huh. Trying to catch some bullets now that I'm bulletproof. I feel I like go this around, is... I try and grab a cop's gun, you know? Sure. I I go to the front lines of a battle. I try I try to take on ISIS K myself. You know, do you think, these are just some options. I, do you I, think, I try and take down the Taliban. Do you think that people <laughs> who wear bulletproof vests behave in this way? No, but that's because bulletproof vests don't cover the whole body. Okay, you know, you're still vulnerable. I, I but the, <laughs> I'm but I'm I, chalking this up to very much a you problem. <laughs> I just I just think that if you were going to do like an Aesop's fable of the king that made himself bulletproof or whatever. Uh-huh. Although actually it would be an animal. It would be like yeah, the, you'd make the bulletproof it rabbit or some shit, yeah. you know. Um but the end of that story would be that the rabbit would um be overcome with its own hubris and mm-hmm. then maybe maybe the only non-bulletproof part of the rabbit's body was mm. The, the soft anus of the rabbit. And that was the way the, the rabbit died. Get shot. He's yeah. getting shot in the butthole. And Man. they are depressed and they wanted to shoot themselves and they tried shooting themselves in the head. And it didn't yeah. work. Yeah. And they and had to hell, insert man. bullets via the butthole bin. You know? Aesop's B-sides were real cruel. I mean, like, <laughs> everybody just remembers the yeah. hits, but the yeah. depressed rabbit who couldn't shoot himself in the butthole doesn't get a huge run. Oh, my God. <laughs> How's he going to get that gun around to his butthole with his tiny little rabbit paw? No, it's, <laughs> a, it's, a, it's, it's a good point. I also love it how you just threw in a bit of, like, Greek mythology in there, because why not? <laughs> yeah. Uh, crossing the streams. Uh, I've got one I want to share with you guys. Yes. If you like it. This has um, this was sent in by uh, Jess Rhodes. Thank you, Jess. Uh, and I will tell you, Ben, you've heard this one before because it was on our lost episode we did with Becky Lucas when oh, Becky yeah. Lucas uh, didn't record her side of the podcast, so we don't have her audio. <laughs> um, <laughs> you guys should uh, release that episode just like you just guys. the two of us. And what, I wanna do, <laughs> what I want to do is I want to put the episode up. Uh, on Fiverr and pay somebody to record at, like <laughs> Becky's end just based oh, on context clues. You could do like a <laughs> casting call. Yeah. You could do like a casting call and say like, what do you think she said? Yeah. And pick the best one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this is uh, someone advertising, or, or sorry, this is someone posting about their maternity shoot that they did. Um, so this is when someone is pregnant and they do a bunch of photos of their um, of their pregnantness and um, they post them online and it's a sort of a professional shoot and um, it's a woman who's uh, who's got a bare pregnant belly and that bare pregnant belly is covered in bees. It's covered in a sort of a beard of bees but on a pregnant belly. Okay. Okay. And there's sort of three or four shots of that. Um, in one of them, she's with her what you presume is the husband or the the father of the child. Um, and this is the post. Here are my maternity photos I promised to share. I wasn't stung once. The queen is tethered to my belly inside of a cage. We what? just dumped the bees on me and they naturally began to beard. I was terrified as I'm allergic to bees. <laughs> but I think it was worth it. This is roughly 10,000 bees. Cheers, everyone. <laughs> For what? Oh, my goodness. Do you know, Michael, I'm going to be really honest with you. I have zero memory of this ad. Oh, really? You don't remember that? <laughs> once once we record an episode of this, I just why, I just format the SD card in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah. He, so so this is a woman who's just got a beard of bees on her belly. Um, ben, yes, when 
uh, you and Anya were pregnant with uh, Moses, your son. That was did very much about... an Anya activity. Yeah. Did you ever think about <laughs> a, um, a beard of bees situation as I part of the uh, pregnancy just, photos? Just quickly, I once, uh, when we were telling everybody that, that Anya was pregnant, uh, mm. very early on, like probably the second person I told, I called my parents and I said, uh, mom, dad, we're pregnant. And then Anya, who was like the happiest I've ever seen her, her face just darkened and she was like, you are not pregnant, Ben. <laughs> I am pregnant. <laughs> I, I kind of want to get out on this too. I could say I'm pregnant too, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I would, if, uh, maybe if you guys are, yeah. <laughs> I could say maybe. You Mom, guys are <laughs> me, Anya and Rashad. Suresh are pregnant. <laughs> yeah, from Twitter. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you defi- might have seen his videos. Anyway, yeah. he's also pregnant with us. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. You're right. Yeah, define special mouse. That, yeah, yeah, we're pregnant. <laughs> Do you, hey, would you, maybe this could be a Patreon goal, Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, if we get to like, I think I think we said at $10,000 a month, you would get a hamburger, a hamburger Fuck. tattoo. Yeah, at, I don't know say what... fifteen thousand dollars a month. I will let any Patreon subscriber um, say that they are pregnant. If Hum and oh. I get pregnant, they can okay. they can be a part of that magical journey. Bad. That is that. Yeah, sure. I can't believe I fucking. I mean, like, look, it's it it's not uh, it's done, but um, agreeing to getting a fucking hamburger tattoo. Like, I have a job. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> okay, I have a. Okay, here's here's a question then. Um, uh, if if you were doing some pregnancy photos, right? Sure. What would you rather do? Uh-huh. A pregnancy photo, and this this is this is open to everyone. Uh, would you rather do a photo shoot where there's a, where one of you is wearing a beard of bees and is also terrified and allergic of bees, mm-hmm. or where both of you are dressed as the Hamburglar and Ronald McDonald? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Here is my pitch. Here is okay. my pitch. What I would like is. Uh, my my wife is pregnant with mm-hmm. a hamburger painted on her big pregnant belly, and I am dressed as the hamburger, <laughs> like looking like I'm gonna steal it. <laughs> I'd do that. Hang on, kind of a mix. So, so, so in this situation, yeah, in this situation, Ben. I, I mean, it's I obviously, you know. Um, death of the artist, etc. You may have intended something different to this, mm-hmm. but the way I read this piece would be mm-hmm. that you're going to steal an unborn baby. Well, yeah, I mean that is your interpretation, and of course it's a valid one. Um, but uh, I think, I think it's more like, oh, the hamburger really likes hamburgers, and sure. so he really likes the child. Do you know what I mean? I would mean? say that everyone <laughs> in the McDonald land likes hamburgers. I think I think people some of them love them love hamburgers so much they've become hamburgers. Ben, no, Man well, McCheese, for example. Man McCheese um, doesn't like hamburgers burgers mm, because he has depression I've, and he hates nothing more than himself. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I have never seen Ronald McDonald with a hamburger. Is he? Does he hold a hamburger? In any, <laughs> does he? Maybe he, he does. must. He he's, must. He's got. I don't know. Maybe like, he's just iconic. It's just we associate him with McDonald's. Is, maybe. Is this, so you, <laughs> is this like the thing where people are like, "Hey, did you know that the word mafia is never said in the Godfather movies? <laughs> hey, did you know that um, Ronald McDonald Ronald McDonald's never McDonald's. once mentions right. McDonald's hamburgers? Yeah, and the word mafia is never said in a McDonald's. <laughs> so, <laughs> so hang on, how do you think how do you think the marketing for McDonald's works then? If their number one mascot 
Ronald McDonald <laughs> has never yeah. held a hamburger. I, immediately after I said that, I was like, there has to be a picture of him holding a hamburger. <laughs> I don't know why I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I get what you mean though, because like yeah. he wears white gloves, and I feel like they I'm trying to gloves. I'm trying to picture it, and my brain is rebelling. I don't know what's happening. I don't remember. Like I just doesn't like I I don't remember him holding a hamburger ever. I don't like he's right, just like is... kind of sitting on a bench or something. Sure, like waving or something like that. You know, being happy. <laughs> So you think, because they've got such a suite of characters in the McDonaldland universe, they've got, like, most of the hamburger stuff is covered by the Hamburglar. Yes. Um, obviously, the fries are covered by the Fry Kids, etc. Mm-hmm. And you think McDonald's is just, Ronald McDonald is just there for the concept of, like, joy or welcoming. Yeah, Maybe. I, think he front, yeah. I think he fronts the camera and he's like, this is all great, but he doesn't touch any of it. You know, like, when they get, there's a, there's a, good, there's a good precedent for this. Uh, in Australia, Rajat, we have... Um, a deal with KFC with, like, uh, the Australian cricket team. Uh-huh. And, like, they're sponsored by KFC. And I can't remember which cricketer it was, but, like, it is so clear when you watch the ads that he was like, I will do this ad, but I'm not fucking... Not only am I not touching this food, but I am in no way implying that I would ever eat this. <laughs> <laughs> Respect. That's awesome. <laughs> and so he's just sort of there while people are eating KFC around him being like... <laughs> I don't, in principle, object to this. <laughs> and Hell then the yes. <laughs> um, Funnily enough, that's also um, Becky Lucas's position on our podcast. Um, <laughs> that was the same deal. <laughs> oh man! So, um, thank you so much for coming on, man. Um, it's been uh, it's been really cool to have you because uh, I think I said this to you when I was messaging you. I am uh, like a, a something something of a freakish fan. Of the um, of the sketches that you guys put out, um, where can people find uh, that and you? Thank you so much. Um, yeah, uh, I do these videos with uh, Jeremy Levick, and uh, you can find us on Twitter at uh, Rajat Suresh or uh, Jeremy Levick. You so, how did you guys start doing them? Like, what, are, you, are you guys like old friends, and then like, or old yeah. like comedy partners? Yeah, we never kind of like wanted to like we were we were just friends and we we just happened to make videos too. Um, yeah, we went to college together, so yeah. If people are friends for long enough, they will start making comedy videos. Just, it's sort of a path, path of least resistance. Yeah, exactly. Everyone does it. Lewis and Clark did it, and like, <laughs> all of the good all of the good duos did it. <laughs> um, I, do you have anything uh, you're working on now you want to plug um, to you know thousands of listeners in oh, Australia, man. a market that you are frankly um, you know underrepresented in? <laughs> I am. I. It, I wish I had more stuff to plug. I'll plug my Twitter again, Rajat Suresh. <laughs> I have nothing I'm doing. Um, yeah, I don't know. Follow me on Twitter if you want to. Australia, all of Australia. Uh, if you mm-hmm. want to follow me on Twitter, mm-hmm. you can. It's available. This is really good. This is. I was saying last week, Brandy Jensen, when we had her on, her pitch was very much, um, I have too many followers, do not follow me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they can come over to me. I'll yeah, take them. Yeah. I'll so take those you, followers. If you were like, oh man, uh, I was told not to follow a North American Twitter account and I'm really smarting over that. Well, here's <laughs> your opportunity. There you go. Yeah. Come on over. I probably don't tweet as well as Brandy Jensen, but you know, you'll get, you'll get something, you'll get a nastier version of Brandy. I think you guys are both, <laughs> uh, you guys are both God tier, tier, uh, tweeters. It's, it's rare. 
Thanks. Um, I, uh, I, I, I have a newsletter called The Idiot Report that I uh, put out every now and again with uh, essays and short stories uh, if you want to subscribe to that. Michael. Mm. Well, Ben, I was thinking this week, um, because I'm doing this from the ABC and the ABC uh, has to maintain balance at all times, mm-hmm. um, I won't um, plug anything of mine, but I will balance out what you've just said, mm-hmm. if that's okay. I'll do a sort of a right of reply. Uh-huh. Um, so um, I think um, Ben's newsletter, it sucks It sucks. Um, dog uh-huh. shit. It's <laughs> very bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a terrible writer. Uh-huh. Um, I, read one, I read one of the essays. It was quite hateful. Um, uh-huh. towards I towards some of the most um, some of the biggest wow. minorities. Um, I don't. I don't. Um, I feel like we might be straying into into complicated legal grounds here, Michael. Well, I think well, um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can't sue your podcast partner. I'm pretty no, sure that's, that's true. A, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> they also Fuck. can't convict two podcast um, partners for the same crime. <laughs> Fuck. Speaking of double jeopardy, I put this on Twitter. So, like, if you've already heard this story, I apologize. But mm. um, yesterday, Mo. Uh, Mo's my son, uh, was just fucking like, just he activated rat mode from like start to finish. And he was um, chucking shit around the lounge room. And I said to him, I was like, buddy. And he had like this little toy wooden train that he was about to hoik. He's like two and a half. And I was like, buddy, if you throw that, you're getting a minute of timeout over there in that corner. And he looked at me and put the fucking train down and then walked over to the corner, stood there for a little bit, then came back and threw the train. Double fucking jeopardy. <laughs> Holy shit. So he, Your son's a badass. He, <laughs> he's like, sorry. He's like, Punishment washes off me. I don't give a fuck, dad. Yeah. It was, Damn. It was incredible. Get your does son on mean, the mic. He sounds awesome. Damn. Does that, does that mean... Do you, do you envision a situation where he now just spends an hour in the timeout corner every day <laughs> and then just, goes and then just runs murders. rampant throughout your house Damn. at night? That would be Gets so up. sick if someone was just like they did jail, they did twenty to life, and then they committed a murder. <laughs> <laughs> like that would be awesome. Yeah, you yeah, get so a bunch of crime example, credits if, stored up. Like if you were wrongly, yeah. like for example, if 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 Ben, if you were locked away for like fifteen years wrongly for like just say a, a, a an armed robbery or something that you didn't do, you got yeah. caught up in it. There was a corrupt police department. When you got out, um, you proved that. You were that you were wrongly um, yeah. imprisoned. Do you think you should? Would you rather sort of you know hundreds of thousands of dollars of of compensation for your time in prison, or a bag of would crime you tokens. rather getting to do yeah one armed robbery, <laughs> getting to the crime <laughs> you're convicted of? I think if you ever want to send a lawyer insane, bring up the movie <laughs> Double Jeopardy. Um, I've seen Anya have like full blown meltdowns about that film because uh, apparently not how it works. <laughs> Huh, there you go. That's crazy <laughs> that that's not how it works. I know. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, these fucking um, elites in Hollywood lying to us, lying to us again. <laughs> well, thank you uh, so much uh, for your time, Rajat, and to a lesser extent, Michael Hing. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you, Ben. If you enjoyed thank this you. pod and you want to chuck us a bit of money, honestly, we're in the middle of a global pandemic. Only if you're like, in fact, just don't. You know what I mean? No, like, no, like, no, Ben. I no, disagree. no. I disagree. Strong disagree. I think there are um, obviously people who aren't doing very well, but there are also there are fucking bigwigs out there. Um, oh, if you're probably- a bigwig no. or a fat cat. Yeah, if you're a fucking. I fat say cat. no. I say take it from the people who aren't doing well. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what I say. I don't actually. The big wigs and fat cats can keep their money. 
Okay, because that is the sweetest. Is... That is the sweetest money of all. Like the, the money they, the people can't It's more valuable. Afford. They like it yeah. means more. It yeah, means it more means when it comes more. from someone who has nothing. I think okay. exactly. if, if you're not so flush right now, do log on to our Patreon and uh, give us like a hundred bucks a month. You don't get anything in return, um, uh, and that would be great. Um, if you're a fat cat, um, don't give us any money. Just leave a review, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell your friends. Uh, this has been Free to Will Good Home. Until next week, bye. If you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain, if you're not into yoga, if you have half a brain, if you like making love at midnight in the dunes of the Cape, then I'm the love that you look for. Write to me and escape. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 